Is this mic on? Ah! <laughs> a classic. <laughs> yeah. Um, this is the first time, and I'm surprised it took us this long, that we've had a mishap with recording where we had to start from scratch. That is true. Yeah. A lot of a lot of podcasts I hear, they're like, oh, we totally recorded this episode four times. I'm like, whew. And I figured, I was like, at some point, it's going to come for us. Yes. It's going to find us. Surprisingly, we caught it really early on. 10 yeah. minutes, maybe, we're into this episode, and then we're like, you know what? And unfortunately for you guys, it was probably the best opening we've ever had. It was my best performance. It was. It really was. I There was tears welling up in my eyes as he was speaking. I'm like, wow, life-changing. Owen Wilson, wow. Wow. Here we are back again. We're going to try to do it as smooth as we did the first time, but it probably won't happen. So that's just out in the universe for anyone to get now. Well, not for anyone. For You know what? I'm not going to explain it any further. I'm just going to get into the episode. Welcome. Wait, here's the funny thing. The first part was smooth, or the first one was smooth. Only one person was doing the talking, and that was me. Yeah. So if you didn't believe any of that up until now, you yeah, might be a skeptic. It truly was a miracle. Welcome back to TFD Summer Break. We've got a little bit of a treat for y'all. For y'all, I turned Southern pretty quickly. Mm-hmm. Come back, y'all. Uh, we got a treat for you guys today. We have pretty much the entire season. We've been asking you guys, pleading with you, really begging on our hands and knees. Please, people, listeners of the Freaky Deaky, please email in your stories to the gang at thefreakydeaky.com. And you know, several people have indeed answered that call, and they've sent in, emailed in some some fun stories for us to to go over. You know, we've come through them, and we like them. Yep. And we want more. We're not satisfied. Okay. We I need can, more. I can never be satisfied. Yeah, I thought Hamilton too. As soon as I said, it. and now anytime anyone says the word satisfied, I'm like, I can never. I'm like, okay. <laughs> there we go. Now, <laughs> derailed. <laughs> That's not, this isn't a Hamilton episode. Get out of here. That's season three. Yeah, that's season three type stuff. Anyway, today we're going to be sharing some of these listener stories with you. We picked out a couple that we enjoy. If you guys send in more over the summer, you know what? Season two, we might actually make a full listener story episode. That'd be a fun, fun little adventure for us, huh? I think it'd be great, especially if it's creepy. Oh, it's always creepy. Either way, we've picked out a couple that we think you guys are going to enjoy. And so... Today's episode, we're just going to be reading them to you. We're going to let you know what people have sent in. Shout out to the the people that have emailed in. If you don't hear your story today, I promise, you know, let's say season two. Let's let's make it a real thing. Let's say in season two, we're going to release a full-on listener story episode. Yes. Let's so, believe that into existence right now. Well, you know, the listeners will want to tell a story or two sure. that we we haven't heard or that are related to things we've talked about. They send us a good story. We will talk about it. We will. It's up to you. It really, I was waiting for him to look at the camera and really just encourage you guys to do it because apparently my pleas have come. They've just fallen on deaf ears. Most people, maybe they don't want to share. This is a safe space. Forget that Christian is a skeptic. He's a very, he's a kind man, I think, right? I think so. Okay. Well, there you go. I like to tell myself that yeah. in the mirror every morning. Email in some stories then. 
You know, for me personally, it's good for me because I, you know, someone that has seen stuff, it's great for me to hear other people write in and be like, I've seen this and this happened to me or blah, 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 you know, et cetera, et cetera. Because then I'm like, okay, I'm not alone in my, you know, I'm not just on a path of lunacy here. This is actually, there's some people that are backing up my claims and my beliefs and my thoughts on other realms that may be around us at every waking moment in our lives. People have a better chance of convincing me than all the TV shows you see on True. these different subjects that are just ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah. It's very dramatized. Yes. Um, but when you actually have people that, you know, like, Hey, I'm a fan of your show. And this, this kind of happened to me. If you guys want to talk about it. Awesome. You know, it feels a little more real. It's like, there's right. more of a connection there than you just flipping on the boob tube and being like, ah, oh, what are these fake ass people saying today? Yeah. Cause it's almost exclusively fake, like more power to you if you enjoy those shows, but they're just way too over the top for me to actually be like, Oh, this is real. Yeah, all they have to do is show something once within their multitude of seasons. Yes. Something. Anything. That, yeah. I'll take it. I'm very easy to amuse. Like, it's, it doesn't take much, so please. Yeah, we had to take the disco ball out because he got distracted. Several times. But it was awesome in the podcast studio. You guys missed it. It was. Sorry, that video was not around before then. But diving right into these stories, Christian, you've got a real zinger that, that you're going to share with us. So so let's get the ball rolling on that. Who's that from? This one's coming from a friend of mine named Margaret. Shout out, Margaret. Thank you. Right. And a friend of the pod. Friend of the pod. But I'd never heard this story until she emailed it to us. Interesting. I was at a San Diego swap meet, a huge outdoor flea market. I'd go there every weekend to get fresh cut flowers. I'm always in search of antique books mostly of poetry. Perfect weather, not hot or cold. I was walking through the stands and all of a sudden an older gentleman caught my attention. He was tall, slinky. He was a tall and slinky looking man, his skin tight against his skeleton, which right there. Little, little bit of a creepy, creepy image. Yes. Once you, once you have to describe somebody as skin against the skeleton, you know where it's going. Yeah. So his skin was tight against the skeleton, no muscle mass. He had yellowish, gray skin, also a troubling sign. Indeed. The next troubling sign is when she says, I was following him for no reason. I had no thought in my mind. I was just fixated. All of a sudden, everything around me disappeared. I mean, completely vanished. I was no longer walking at the swap meet. I was in a bedroom. I'm looking around this room. It's not familiar to me. All my eyes, as my eyes pan the room and look directly in front of me, I see the man from the swap meet dead in his bed, his head off to one side a little. I can smell death. I smell it over the musky scent that filled the room. I can't stop staring. I felt a hand gripping my arm. I heard the voice of my husband getting louder and louder. Margaret, Margaret. Then all of a sudden, I was at the swap meet. The sounds of traffic, birds, people talking, all returns to normal. My husband is shaking me and yelling my name. I acknowledge him. He was in a panic. What the hell, Margaret? Why did you keep walking? I yelled out, for you over and over again. He then said, what the hell was wrong with me? I pointed to the man and I said I was at the, his house. He was lying in his bed dead. I swear to God, I was not at the swap meet. Everything disappeared. It seriously freaked me out. I had a lot of experiences throughout my life since the age of five, but this was my first. It scared the shit out of me. I didn't like the fact everything vanished and I was somewhere else. What if this happens while I'm driving? So many possibilities ran through my mind. I'm not sure. I wouldn't think of driving. I'd be like, I just saw a dead man. Yeah, maybe. 
Maybe, but, but also I think about the future. What could happen with this? You know? Yeah, that's true. True. Was that the the end of the story? That was not the end of the story. Okay, please continue. So after with all these possibilities running through her mind, I let it go. Just about two weeks later, I was at a coffee shop. I sat down to enjoy my coffee with my husband. On the table is a newspaper with the obituaries facing outwards. There's a photo of a man at the swap meet. It just so happened he died in his sleep. My husband got the goosebumps instantly. It was real, he said with amazement in his voice. I can't explain what happened that day. I only spoke of it twice. I would like to hear if anyone else has ever had something like this happen to him. That is, pr that's pretty intense. Yes. Like I, you know, I've heard of people seeing stuff, but actually being almost like transmitted to that area, like everything around you kind of melts away and you're just in that spot where this dead dude is. Yeah, that is crazy. That's pretty intense. What's funny is I just read a book that was, that reminds me of. Really? I just can't remember the name of the book because I- Well, that's I'm, helpful. I'm a nerd and I read a lot. Nerd? But yeah, it was a similar, uh, the description was similar. Yeah. Like being taken away to another area and seeing that somebody had died. Why do you think she would see something like that? Do you think like she was nearby where he was at the time? Um, then like maybe just like latched onto it, like a psychic connection or something like that. Or, well, I know talking to Margaret, she's, she's throughout her life has seen things like this. Yeah. And she has worked, you know, with people at the end of their lives and seen things there. Gotcha. Um, so maybe she's just sensitive like Amanda was, Yeah, you know, maybe it's something that some people can see and skeptical people like me can't see. Yeah. I, I just, I feel like that's a lot stronger than just a sensitivity and maybe it's someone that's like a little more honed in on it well, and maybe, like has experienced enough things to really kind of find that, that groove with it. But. Well, I also think if you have that sensitivity or if you've experienced it, hmm. like we joke around about things I experienced when I was a child, but somewhere along the line, my focus changed and maybe I didn't keep that connection going. Yeah. And like, like somebody like Margaret did. I mean, it's possible. I don't know. Either way, that's a, a pretty riveting story. And I think that was actually the first one that came in, right? That was our first listener story ever submitted. So Margaret really broke the mold and started off with a bang. That's uh that's pretty rare. You know, it's a pretty intense story. And actually like I mean, she said she's had a lot of experiences from earlier in her life. I would absolutely love to hear some more of those. If they're, and I know she said that was the scariest one, like that was the most intense thing she's felt, but, but I would love to hear some of the other ones, just even some of the smaller stuff. Like, yeah, she just, the, the few small ones I've heard are pretty, pretty fun. Yeah. Maybe not fun, but interesting. Great time. Yeah. No, it's, yeah, that's a good story. Kudos, Margaret. Yeah, thanks for writing in, Margaret. If, if you're feeling open to it, feel free to send in some more. You know? Yep, we want them. Freak Nation is always open to you. And as one of our original fans, yeah. you'll, pro you'll probably appear on the podcast again if you send us stories. True. We, we love pretty much anyone that writes in stories. So anyone that sends anything to us, we're probably going to talk about it at some point. We, we enjoy the connection and, and hearing and talking yeah. to everybody and yeah, hopefully it's my, it's someday my meeting. Part. Yeah, we yeah. want to meet people someday because of this. Yeah, that would be fun to kind of travel around, do like pull like a Payne Lindsay or something, start interviewing people, flying yep. out, being like, hey, don't worry, we'll set up shop here. Just tell us what you want to tell us. Yep. Yeah, great, great story, Margaret. Uh, I've got another one here from Kent. Let me pull this up real quick. Sorry, I'm not unprepared. It's right here. All right, this is from Kent. I almost read Margaret's. <laughs> like, it's the exact same story as Margaret's. All right, so Kent says, I finally got around to typing up the email and getting it sent. This was one of several things that happened in my mom's house when I was growing up that I cannot explain. 
The setup of the downstairs where this incident happened was in the living room. There are two ways to leave the living room. One is going into the dining room and one and one way is going into the den. Both the dining room and den had a door to go upstairs to where the bedrooms are. On the living room's far wall is the couch and between doors going to the dining room and den was a chair and table and a touch lamp. I was 13 or 14 years old and I was watching TV while lying on the couch. It was close to midnight and way past my bedtime, but nobody was home so I figured I would watch some TV. While I'm watching TV, the touch lamp across the room starts cycling through like someone is standing there just tapping it. I'm completely frozen and didn't know what to do. After about a minute, I turn the TV off and bolt through the den and upstairs to my room. I jump in bed and try to think of any reason why that happened. While I'm trying to figure this out, the touch lamp on my headboard starts doing the same thing. I instantly cover my head with my blanket, go into the fetal position, and don't move. I stayed under my covers until I heard my mom come home, and then I felt safe and went to sleep. The next day, I tell my mom that the touch lamp went crazy like someone was touching it. She looks at me and says, yeah, it does that. You just have to ask it to stop. Confused, I responded, I'm supposed to ask a lamp to stop turning on? She looks at me like I'm dumb and says, you're not asking the lamp. After that, I didn't ask any more questions because I didn't want the answer I thought I would get. A few nights later, I am up watching TV, and it's only about 9.30, and the lamp starts to cycle again. After a couple of minutes, I finally worked up the courage and said, can you please stop? The lamp cycled off and stopped. After it stopped, I got up and went upstairs, turned on the light in my room, and slept with my light on. Anytime I stayed up to watch TV home alone, I would unplug the lamp. That's spooky, too. I think any story that comes in, and kudos to Ken for sending that in. That is a great story, Ken. I appreciate you writing in. Anytime that anyone, like, it revolves around something that is unseen, for whatever reason, spookier. It's creepier. Just the action. And the fact that his mom was like, you just have to ask it to stop. And the fact that his mom said, you're not asking the lamp. I would have immediately shit bricks, and that's just the truth of it. I'm sorry. I'd be like, Mom, excuse me, what? Like, I wouldn't be able to control myself. Well, zero see, chill. It, I like how he's like, I don't want to ask any more questions because I'm afraid of the answer. <laughs> yeah. That's smart. Kent is a smart man. I think right? I, I've spoke on this recently about demons. Some yeah. things maybe you just don't want to know the truth. Very true. And life is simpler that way. Yeah, maybe. And also, I would have hid under my covers. The same way. Look, that's the and, move. And I have, like most of us have in our mm -hmm. childhood, but asking it to stop and it's stopping is dead on the money. Yeah. Yeah. That's, you uh, know, I don't know if I would have unplugged the light though. Because then what if it turns on again and no, you're super freaked out I didn't, from that? I didn't think about that. That, that would, was, that would be worse. First. I'm like, no. But I was like, I would be more like, well, if I have to tell them to stop turning off the light, on and off the light, then I know at least where they're at. Now, if I don't have a light, they're going to get bored and. Who knows what kind of mess they're going to get into. True. Maybe they'll start wearing stuff around the house and make me realize that it's actually a ghost. Even though deep down I know that's you see it's a something floating like through the house. Oh, yeah. no, no. It caught on, Casper. Yeah. yeah. That's pretty scary. Now, have you ever anything like that? Anything random happen where you, if you announce it or you ask it to stop, that it's actually stopped? Not that I can think of. Yeah. I mean, I can imagine myself as a brave child asking things to stop doing things, but it's probably not a reality. Yeah. I had one instance 
And unfortunately, I'm never going to share it on this podcast. I, I shared it. I told China recently, and she's the only person I've ever told. And it's my proof for literally everything that I believe in my life. It so is, why wouldn't you share it on it the podcast? Because in like cosmic irony, it is an embarrassing as hell story, but it contains within it the proof for my entire belief system. And I think that's the irony and hilarity of our Supreme Creator, whoever you may call that. So you'll share it at a million? I'll, I'll share it at a million. Million downloads or followers? Tell you what, yeah, let's let's do, if our YouTube gets to a million subscribers, I will share the story. Because at that point, I will have zero worries of shame or whatever. So bring it on. Yeah. If you have a million views on YouTube, you've already, yeah. there's one of those has to have been shame. And it's a super short story. It, like, it'll be probably a letdown for many people. But to me, it's just something that I have to hold on to. I'm like, no, nah, I'm not quite ready to release this into the wild <laughs> like this was it felt like a personal thing for me and so the only thing for me to do is exploit that for lots of attention and followers and if that's what i need to do then that's what i need to do christian i'm sorry all right that's fair. but i that's did fair. i did share it with china i told china she laughed pretty hard so it's uh it's a story that apparently brought my wife great joy that's that's even better yeah so yeah i don't know where to go from this <laughs> you know i once i once had a dream when i was a kid yeah. It's kind of scary. And then I stumbled over a little step, like a, I don't know, a step up in some dirt mm. and I fell and the credits started rolling. What? Yeah, exactly. I don't know. Like the credits on your life movie started rolling? Just the, the dream. All of a sudden, closing music came on with credits. That's bizarre. That might be the weirdest. <laughs> you know, I've, I've had a lot of weird dreams, but it was crap. my dream. Yeah. And I did not receive any writing credit, acting credit, or nothing. I was the only one in the dream. That's some Truman Show shit. That's creepy. Yeah. That's where it gets weird. You're like, who are these people? Yeah. Wow. Did you just watch the, the Truman Show? No, this was, I was a kid. This oh, was, so 1940s? No. <laughs> 70s, probably. Oh, okay. It was definitely 70s, but it was like an old backyard I dreamed of. Yeah, credits. What if that was pointing to a simulation where you're like, it's all fake from that young of an age? You you just kind of tap, tapped into something there. What it what it tells me is I was a variant, and right then they pruned my timeline. Yeah, and put credits up to say this is for future study. Don't do this as a child; you will be pruned like Loki. It always comes back to Disney with you, Christian, doesn't it? Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Brainwashed early by Disney. Oh, I believe that. Yeah. So what do you think of those stories? Like we, we obviously we didn't set up too many because this is a summer break. We don't want to, I mean, honestly, we could talk about this, this stuff for, for hours on end and have a great time. But when it comes to editing something like that, that's where the pain starts, right? That's where the tears come. And that's the type of work that I have saved for season two. <laughs> summer break, Scott gets to chill out a little bit, relax, right? you know, kick back. So, but we did want to just give you guys a little taste for, you know, what could be coming down the pipe and give people an opportunity to write in and send in a few more of their stories. Uh, if you've been, you know, a little lackadaisical with, with getting around to it, now's the time, you know, send in those emails. We are paying attention. We are, now's the time, like I said, because we are gearing up for season two and we want these stories. We really want to hear from you guys. Whatever it is, it's not too weird or it's not too lame or anything like that. Anything that is outside the norm of our listener base, we want to hear hear about it. Because we can start piecing stuff together too. If we get multiple stories that kind of sound similar, be like, oh, what if these are all the same thing? What if this is, you know, I like, I like puzzles. Christian, you love puzzles. Heather, she's starting true crime. She loves a good mystery. All right. Right. So yeah, send them in. If you got stories, the gang at the freaky deaky.com. 
We want to hear them. Now's your chance. Shoot them over. And while on that, we we did. I did want to uh, touch on one thing that we got that is a little mysterious and it's fairly recent. It's within the last couple of weeks. We got one email from, I'm not going to go over their name and stuff just because I haven't heard back from them. And I really do not want to, you know, put someone on blast if they're not looking to be talked about or whatever. Like people's privacy is important to us too. We can say these are anonymous. Yeah. Just include that in the email. That's all we ask. You know, give yeah. us a heads up. Be like, hey, I prefer if you left my name out, share the story, leave my name out, whatever. Yep. We're perfectly fine with that. Yeah. We're your puppets. Work us as you will. I thought we were the government's puppets. Everyone's the government's puppets. Okay, we just... are exclusively your puppets. Gotcha. The government already works us as they will. Yeah. Yeah. So we got a, a submission from a lady. The long and short of it is abduction, alien abduction. And this is a story that I don't know about you, Christian. I would absolutely love to hear. I would too. Because she mentions uh, talking to an Air Force investigator uh, about that happening in the 80s. And then she's also a huge Bigfoot researcher. So we want to hear more. Yeah, 100%. If you're out there and you're still paying attention and you've just kind of been putting off sending the story in, please. And I can't call you out by name too. But if, if you wrote that story to us, you know who you are. Just that little snippet was enough to just get me in. I'm like, yes, alien abduction, check. I want to hear that. Yes. Because there's a ton of theories with alien abduction that I really want to touch on, but I can't connect anything to it if I don't have alien abduction stories. Didn't she say possibly? Possible alien abduction. Yeah. So that, maybe, that makes it even like that adds other layers to it that we want to know about. Like what is it? False memories or what what, are, what do they call it? Like when maybe it's not maybe the abduction happened. Maybe it might or might not have been aliens. Interesting. Or they're just not sure. But See, this is the issue. We have no clue. We have no clue. Yeah. We have we have a little breadcrumb from this this story and we are very very hungry for the rest don't we have a voicemail too that the story could be told on or any stories we do yeah we have a voicemail line did i say that right did that sentence come out did i say something weird it felt weird coming out of my mouth regardless he just got pruned it always comes back to, to disney with christian disney's got some great shows uh yeah we do have a voicemail line christian it is one eight oh one nine nine seven zero zero five one and that voicemail line can hold up to three minutes so if it's a shorter story and you want to get it over to us call that number give us a ring yes you know talk to us for a few minutes let us know what you saw we'll transcribe it if we need to or we'll just play the audio on the podcast make sure you let us know which one yeah which one you want if you want it's just if you're like i'm not a fan of my my voice i'll be like okay fine i'll i'll just get the cliff's notes and right put it into a story but yeah so there's there's several options for you to write in if you're the the lady that wrote into us regarding the possible alien abduction and you know the big any kind of bigfoot research tell you what we're a fan we're on board yeah. we're ready for it so bring that on home um i think i spent most of this time bantering random nonsense and i feel bad for that don't feel bad we banter we do usually it's me with the random nonsense yeah yeah, what a change of pace. The right. summer, it brings crazy things about. But I think I'm just giddy because listener stories really just, it revs my engine, Christian. I'm like, I'm ready. Uh, I turn into to our friend AJ real quick. Who's AJ? I was abbreviating the initials so that you wouldn't get offended and go off on a tangent. Someone that you really don't care for. Oh, okay. Yeah. So. I get it. Yeah. Well, to close this out, again, 
it's a bit of a shorter episode. Sorry about that. But it's just a little taste of what we're going to be doing in, in season two. And again, if you want to be a part of that and be on one of these listener story episodes, we'd love to hear your story. Send it into the gang at the or hit us on that, that voicemail line that we mentioned a few minutes ago. And in the meantime, follow us on social media. You know, we're doing a lot of stuff these days, especially during the summer. We got YouTube shorts coming out that are really fun. We've been having a blast with that. Christian, you've been doing a lot of writing for them. You've been enjoying that, right? Yes, I have. That's been a lot of fun. Yeah. So between that, um, the TikTok is at TFD Paranormal. We're doing little shorts on there, posting little clips from YouTube and little episode segments and stuff like that. We're just really experimenting with a lot of different mediums. Yeah. Tell us what you like. Yeah. Tell, tell us what your favorite is, what you like to see. You like the videos. It's at right now. It's a bit of a pain to, to shoot video, right? It can be. It can be, but it's at the same time, it's rewarding. It's fun. Yeah, uh, it's, it's, it's a fun process. Yeah. The whole thing. We're enjoying it. So tell us what you like and what you'd like us to keep doing when season two rolls around and we'll make sure to prioritize that. And for those of you guys that don't know, this is how Scott closes out an episode. Yeah. This is closeout number 13. Who could count anymore? Yeah. You know the drill. Have a good summer. Enjoy your time away. We will see you back here next week. This is the Freaky Deaky summer break, and that's just how we do things around here. Peace yep. out. Much love. Until next time. Akuna Matata. Goodbye. Did you all have a final word? No. You have a final word. Please cut that out. Will they? Uh, oh, it probably is copyright. <laughs> it's okay. The exit music.